Hey there, I'm Amy Sharp, and I created the Alexine Clean story you're just about to experience. And I like to think that her sense of humor straddles the U.S.-Canadian border. Okay, here we go. Brace yourself. Episode 4. MILFs and Something Wonderful. I've always been impressed with Serafina's interest and dedication to exercise. She is one hot MILF. Damn, she's in such good shape, and she's also 50. I love it. Middle management adds to your middle, and I have the middle to show for it. I have lost inches since started cleaning houses for a living. I haven't worked this physically hard in decades. Scrubbing sinks, tubs, and toilets, vacuuming and mopping floors is a legit workout. You do know what a MILF is, right? A mom... I'd like to fuck. Where do they get this stuff? I weigh 195 pounds. (laughs) I am a little on the tall side, 5'8", so I carry it well. But goddamn, 195 pounds? It takes serious, deliberate focus to not berate myself because I don't look like I did 30 pounds ago. I've done the zone way of eating, that no-carb eating method, which worked for six months and everyone was telling me how great I looked, but I wanted to lose more. And then it slowly came back while I was eating the same. As for working out, I've done serious cardio three to five times a week for six months, for a year, with little results. What the fuck? Now I want to do something different. I want to feel worthy, feel lovable and sexy right here, right now. Not when I lose some weight, not when I get my eyes done so I don't have to wear glasses anymore or contacts, not when I'm fitting into those jeans that I've been keeping in my closet for the last four years, hoping I will get into them again. Right fucking now. Chubby thighs and all, lumpy ass and all. There's even some cellulite on my arms. I mean, how the hell did that happen? I know this sounds like some new agey bullshit, but that's where I am now. Now that I'm a solid decade into middle age, I want to feel and be stronger, have more energy and more stamina, but without the goal of less belly fat. Like, just let that shit go, sister. I mean, logically, I know the onus is on each of us to stand up and shake that shit off. I know for a fact that the majority of straight guys do not notice nearly as much as we do. Now, if I can just remember that instead of thinking, if you could only see the real me under this layer of fat, when I think about rubbing my naked body against some middle-aged man's body with his own jiggles. Women complain about the ridiculous standards society has put on us, and they are just that. I can say in all honesty that a belly on a guy doesn't even register to me. In fact, it feels safer. If a guy has a lean torso, I am not interested. I'm not going to be rubbing my soft belly fat against his hard abs and wonder if he's putting together a core workout for me right then and there. Oh, hell no. But check this out. I'm doing the Facebook dating app now. Well, you know, Serafina is one of those lucky bitches that actually met a guy through a friend. An organic happening. How novel. And then she found out they went to grade school together. It kind of makes me want to puke. But I love her, 
and he's a down-to-earth, good-hearted guy who can fix almost anything. And that's serious credit in the mail department for me. The fact he was willing to go with us to that bondage event in one of the city's many kink spaces makes him A-OK in my books. I don't get to visit my California friends and family as much as I would like. Those pesky factors of time and money can get in the way, but when I do, Serafina always shows me a good time. And who says blue-collar guys can't be non-homophobic? Ah, San Francisco, home of the Folsom Street Fair. You'll always be the city in my heart. I recently learned about the Army's Blue Discharge that started in 1916. Podcasts can increase your smarts. That's probably what made port cities like San Francisco, Portland, and New York gayer. No, that's not a real word, but it works here. And the fact that it's called the Blue Discharge? Really? Yikes. This Facebook dating app has the advantage that so many people are already on Facecrack. They just need to opt in. Did I say Facecrack? I cannot believe the number of guys in their 20s that hit me up. Yes, I am blessed to look younger than my years. I do hear late 30s to mid 40s often, but still, come on already. It's made me realize that personally, I have ageistic views. I literally ask myself, why would this guy in his early 30s want to be with me or even to sleep with me, a 51-year-old woman? But as I'm seeing more and more, there are lots of young men out there that are into older women or maybe almost any woman that will sleep with them. (laughs) I think about this and I wonder why it's so wrong to actually look like a 50-year-old woman or whatever age you are. I like to feel vital and alive and thriving. And when I do, I know I look good for whatever my age is. Maybe that nudges me to the younger looking side. I like to have my ego stroked as much as the next person. But what's even better is to feel so good you don't give a rat's ass about how you look to anyone else at that given moment. I do love that new agey bullshit because it sure makes sense. But, I repeat, what is so bad about looking like you're 50? Is it the fear of death? Do we feel uncomfortable around older people because theoretically they're closer to the grave? Do we have an irrational fear that age and death are like leprosy and some of it might rub off on you by proximity? Did you hear about Natalie? Yeah, she got too close to those people in their 60s. And then it was over. What a shame. She was only 28, never got married or had kids. She had hardly lived at all. Barf. One of the serious benefits of hitting your 40s and 50s as a woman is a different type of sexual arousal. I remember telling Serafina about finding myself so turned on while working by myself at that HVAC office that I locked the door and took matters into my own hands. That was a damn fine seven minutes. Yeah, those were my roaring 40s. She, of course, outdid me by having a three-way with the UPS guy and her neighbor's visiting cousin to celebrate her 45th birthday with condoms all around. What a show-off. It's a horniness or an arousal that's not associated with another person or even another person's body part. Just my own body with those intense sensations of what touch I wanted to feel. It feels something like 
Yes, open me up and feel all of my crevices, folds, and edges. My body is a sexual being in and of itself. Well, one of my first coffee dates was a guy I will call Trevor. Yeah, Trevor had a great smile. And to me, that goes a long way. He had a picture with his new kitten on his profile. Adorable. Let's meet for coffee, you bet. As soon as I met him, within 20 seconds, I could tell two things. One, he did not have the characteristics that would make him relationship material. Two, he was physically attractive and masculine in the right way that I was down to pound, if he didn't screw it up. And that's why coffee dates are great. You don't need long to know. We sit down and talk. Rather, he does 75% of the talking. That's one of the things that guys often do that annoys the crap out of me. Yeah, I get it. You're nervous, so you're selling me on how cool you are. But now you're just looking like an asshole. He was a farm boy that came out to the coast for a change. He also believes in Bigfoot and thinks we humans may be an experiment by aliens. I was surprised that he revealed all this in a coffee date. Ballsy or wacko, you decide. At the end of it, he asked what I was looking for. In my mind, I answered that I would like something that has the potential to be a serious relationship and I'm open to having fun along the way. In reality, I hemmed and hawed, the gutless chicken shit that I am. He said he recently got out of a long-term relationship and has no kids, and he doesn't want anything serious. He said he would like to find someone that he could have mutually satisfying fun with. Safe sex as adults, nothing serious. Now, I've been looking at his smile and his hands for about 20 minutes. Big, strong man hands really do it for me. I say with a smile, well, that does sound very adult. I'll think about it. By the time I drove out of the parking lot, I was hot and wet from thinking about it, even with the Bigfoot and alien experiment reveal. It's easy to overlook things when you're turned on, but you all know that. We texted and planned for me to come over the next night. He sent me a full frontal the following morning. Yes, a dick pic. It was big and healthy. Gotta love those veins and he wasn't even fully hard. Hallelujah! And he was smart enough to follow it up with, was that too much? Did I cross the line? I told him the occasional dick pic is fun, but too much would be counterproductive. So I get to his place, after sending my friend his name, number, and address, in case they need to know where to look for my body. I'm nervous. He's chatty and wants to make me dinner. Food in my belly always helps. He asks if we're going to wait until after dinner or have an appetizer with that smile and wiggling eyebrows. I'm turned on but still a little nervous. Kissing soothes the nerves and turns up the heat. We then move to his bedroom. I will mention that his decor, music, style of food and clothing are loudly not doing it for me. Cringeworthy in fact. But in the bedroom, it all works. To be fair, my last boyfriend, that beautiful brown man, had erection issues due to diabetes and heart medication. He did pleasure me with his hands and I loved it, but come on, there is something wonderful about a hard, sizable cock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
This guy knew what to do and I came thoroughly and completely. I can be loud and I was right then and there. Then he made me dinner and we did it again. I drove home singing, this is fucking awesome with Macklemore. Little did I know he was going to completely kill my buzz. <laughs>